Welcome to Interfaith Ministries Interfaith Podcast Series, which is part of our Faith in Our City program under the umbrella of IM's Dialogue Project. The Dialogue Project's Faith in Our City program is Interfaith Ministries' effort to increase religious literacy and break down walls of misunderstanding across religious traditions. We're grateful to the Freed Foundation for its support of this program. If you like what you hear and want to learn more, visit us at imgh.org for more information to join our mailing list and to donate. I'm the Reverend Greg Hahn, and I'm the Director of Interfaith Relations in the Department of Interfaith Relations and Community Partnerships at Interfaith Ministries. And this series is an introduction to religions, but through learning more about the holidays and holy days of a religion. And today we're focusing on the Buddhist tradition, and I'm here with my friend, the Reverend Sato Francavilla. And uh, Reverend Sato, as always, it's good to see you. It's a pleasure, and I respect all the work you're doing in this wonderful city of Houston, Texas. Thank you. Most diverse city in the United States. Thanks. We were talking earlier, you've been here in Houston for a little more than 20 years, and Mm -hmm. have you seen the Buddhist community here in Houston grow in those 20 years? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I associate with almost every uh, ethnic and Buddhist tradition here in town, and the Vietnamese uh, and the Lao and the Cambodian, Mm -hmm. Uh, etc. They were here because after the war, and the refugee camps, and they got established. And then the big movement came when the price of uh, real estate went up in uh, California mm-hmm. about uh, what, 12 years ago. Oh, and then that. So, so they would sell their homes, come here, just buy more a home, affordable. and buy a business okay. and bring their families. Okay. And when that influx came, then it really started to started, move. Started to the population yeah. started to Mostly out of Orange County. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's shift the conversation towards um, religious holidays in the Buddhist tradition. And as we were talking earlier mm-hmm. as well, that's a complicated question because of, again, the rich variety and diversity in the Buddhist tradition, as well as how Buddhist traditions are also often um, ethnic traditions, that they're the, the, whether Lao or Cambodian or Chinese mm-hmm. or Tibetan or, uh, or, or, or Japanese or Korean. So mm. uh, we, uh, this is a complicated question. So given Let's that we like okay. complicated You're questions. Right. Let's start with the, the Japanese since uh, I lived in Japan 10 yeah. years. Uh, they celebrate the Western uh, New Year's as the Western calendar. Okay, so we uh, definitely could be talking also about Chinese New Year, which is usually in February. Yes. But we're but talking, it, you're talking in particular um, with uh, Western New Year's. Yes, yes. Okay. So what they do in a, to that tradition is they believe that the, uh, the strength of the bamboo so one of the tradition is they will have they will cut bamboo mm-hmm. and they'll put it in the doorways, okay. and this is to, to for longevity, etc. Mm-hmm. And then they usually uh, do don't do anything for a couple uh, as far as co- this is old tradition now, not cooking, etc. So they come together as family and friends. Of course, always go to temple. Okay. Uh, in the Buddhist tradition, like Shintoism, it, which is a, a form of religion, not necessarily Buddhism, right. but uh, the Japanese in general have are non-traditional temple goers, except on major holidays. Mm-hmm. But they have a temple or a butsudan in their homes, okay. and they make offerings every day to okay. ancestral, and, and they show respect to the Buddha in that respect. 
Okay. So that's a whole different, and then they celebrate, of course, Christmas is because everybody, you know. Then they have uh, uh, Valentine's Day, and they, of course, Child Girls' Day, Boys' Day, Grandfather's Day, et cetera, et cetera. So you're, what I hear you saying then is that family and reverence of, of elders is also very important, very important in, 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 Buddhist, yeah. in Buddhist traditions? Yeah, in that particular sect, yes. Now let's go into Vietnamese sect. Okay, they celebrate uh, like the Lao and a few others, and they, uh, the Spring Festival of Quan Am. Quan Am. And she is the goddess of compassion. Oh, so like um, in in the in the Chinese of in Chinese traditions, it's Quan Yin. I yes. guess the, the goddess, yes. which is there's a, a the, the Bodhisattva of compassion, also known as Avalokiteshvara. Yes. So these different manifestations of the of the Buddha of compassion is that? No, she, no they're not Buddhas. They're Buddhistavas. Oh, the, right. Buddhistavas are Buddhas who chose not to become Buddhas, right. but to show compassion. And return back to yes. guide other people on the yes. path towards liberation. Yes. And did you know that was originally a man? So Quan, so you, so I know her as Quan Yin. You yes. saying Quan Am? Quan Yin is good. Quan Yin, is, she goes by numerous names, okay. and she's it recorded before the known Buddha, recorded okay. Buddha. And so, what would what would that sort of holiday, the, the, the either like a spring holiday or the Quan Am holiday? What 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 would be some ways that people would celebrate? Well, of course, come to temple. Okay. Of course, and the blessings, and they would celebrate compassion with their friends and families. And uh, it's just a time of, of love and f compassion. Now the, the big holiday after that comes the Buddha's birthday. Okay. And the Buddha's birthday is the, uh, the main temples have it on the particular day, and the small temples will have it weeks before and weeks after. Okay. In Houston, people love their big temples, but they love their small temples more okay. because they feel family and friends can that, come together. That connection. And that's usually, what, when is Buddha's birthday? Uh, usually in the late spring? Late spring. Okay. But it's celebrated, you know, whenever they have a day open that another temple is not going. Right. It's not ironclad. Okay. They're very uh, flexible in having the ceremonies. And um, a, a celebration of Buddha's birthday, obviously, um, is about community coming together at temple. Are there certain, and again, I know it can vary, are there certain... Um, Yes. I guess rituals that yes, happen? Yes, there is a ritual. It's usually uh, a statue of the baby Buddha, mm -hmm. and um, some it'll be in a bowl, and there'll be flowers in it, and there's usually uh, you either a rose that you can dip in the water and put on top of the baby Buddha, okay. or it can be uh, a ladle of some kind and, and do it. And I've done this ceremony with Christian uh, denominations, and they line up and they feel like it's a blessing, a mm -hmm. cleansing. And this is the part of what it's all about. And the big temples have it all the time. Um, and so that's that's the, the, the Buddha's birthday. Usually, yes. Um, again, we're, now we're in the, again, in the solar calendar, we're coming into April or May. Are there kind of another set of holidays after Buddha's birthday that would well, be important it, it, to, to the, highlight? The, Again, we've, we've celebrated the Chinese New Year's. Now we're going to celebrate the Thai New Year's. Again, it's very similar. It's more honorific. Uh, the Thai community is very different. And the Thai and Lao 
uh, even though they're in the same region of the world, mm -hmm. again, the way they chant, some, the Thai ch and the Lao chant in Sanskrit, Pali, mm -hmm. where the Vietnamese chant in Chinese, I mean Vietnamese, Vietnamese. and I chant in Japanese. <laughs> So I, again, again a, a, cultural. a good reminder of the cultural differences, but also this intercultural mingling as well. Mm. Um, but still having that chanting of sacred text as the as the as the foundation. The lotus, as, as I mean, the, uh, the, the Dhamma text. Okay. Yes. Those those are are, are still yeah. f uh, fundamental. Yeah. Again, it's a it's a fascinating variety of holidays some that are in com very much in common across Buddhist traditions, but then some that are very kind of more specifically yes. located within, yes. uh, within, you know, within, um, uh, within ethnic groups. Yes. So that's, that's an, I think that's an important um, kind of, of, of intersection to be that uh, I think listeners need to be mindful of, that there's kind of, there's some things in common, but there's also right. this real wide variety. And now coming up is the rainy season. So in the Thai tradition, the monks stay in the temple for three months. Mm -hmm. Now, the thinking of, because they don't want to come out and walk on their worms and kill them. Right. There's all kinds of traditions in that. So when they come out of the temples in three months or sooner, we will have a ceremony. I'll be invited to the Lao temples, etc. And they will give the offering of the robes. Mm -hmm. And it will be all kinds of things. Actually, they have a small ceremony before because they give them toothbrushes and soaps and stuff because they're going to be staying in the temple for that long. Right. And then there's another one when they come out of the temple, too. Right. And that is the tradition. And then when another tradition would be uh, in the fall is the harvest festivals, the moon festivals. Everybody seems to celebrate the moon festivals. Yeah. Some of it is for children, some of it is for adults, and that sort of, and that's a wonderful festival during the season right. too. And I think listeners of the series will recognize that a lot of religious traditions use as, as being on lunar calendars. Well, obviously the moon is very important because the moon is what's setting, uh, you know, setting the time. Right. So, um, for example, when it, well, we just came through, um, in, came through Ramadan, and Ramadan is really important because right. you're looking uh, because of, 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 well, just like a lot of holidays being based on, on lunar holidays. So, moon festivals, harvest festivals will also sound familiar to our listeners of the, of the podcast series as well. Um, but Buddhism is very uh, is is the same as well, using yes. those moon or the passage of time and and the harvest as as special times. They usually have the candles and they put it in the water, etc. Uh -huh. uh, there's a temple in uh, in uh, Hawaii in Haleiwa side that they will do it around Christmas time because the tide is only good for that particular oh, day that they will take them out to sea. Oh, that's so. <laughs> so they're very accommodating. And, b and before there were tide charts, that was based, again, on observation and our connection with the natural world right. of people needing to do that. Yeah. Okay, so coming through, at least on, again on our solar calendar, through, through that fall, the harvest and moon festivals, we're almost kind of the end of the solar calendar. Are there other holidays in that area that you would want to bring listeners' attention to? Oh, there's so... There's I know. <laughs> <laughs> what... The, what is Buddhism? What is uh, admiration for family and friends and cleansing? Mm -hmm. uh, in Buddhism, every day is a celebration of life and uh, of, 
of sincerity to family and compassion to not ourselves but to our families and our friends. So every day, uh, like all religions, they all come together and show compassion and blessings in many ways. There is a particular time of year when the young men will go into the Thai tradition and become a monk for three or three weeks or three days, etc. It's. I yes. wish I had yes. the, the knowledge of every <laughs> single one I've been to. I think you just started to answer the question. The, uh, there are two more questions, and the first one is, um, to you, what is Buddhism? Uh, even more so, what's important to you about being Buddhist? Reflection. To me, uh, uh, the main point of Buddhism is looking in the mirror. And by looking in the mirror is reflection of who I am and who uh, the Buddha is a reflection. When people see the statue of the Buddha, they see them bowing. Mm -hmm. Buddhism is not the worshiping as idols. Right. A lot of people seem to think it is. And in all religions, of course, there might be some people who do actually worship an entity that they feel is in the statue. Right. But in truth, the, this, the Buddha is oneself. Just so I understand Christianity is the covenant, your body, your soul is the covenant of God and, you, and be Jesus-like. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with Buddhism. So when I see Buddhism and the way I've been understand Buddhism in the last 55 years yeah. is a reflection of who I am and where I am. And I am the only one to judge who I am. And I am the only one that can really change who I am. Others can... Uh, recommend this and recommend that but right. as an individual we are the only ones we came into this world alone we will leave this world alone and our journey of nirvana or enlightenment is our own personal preference because you and i we've known each other we are common in many ways yes but yet we're so individual like right. and this is what i hope our listeners to understand there is hope in the world all you have to do is stop breathe and think. Well, thank you. Well, Reverend Sato, I appreciate your time so very, very much. Um, and look forward to the next time that we get together. Thanks again for joining us for this edition of the Interfaith Podcast Series. Contact us at ircp at imgh.org or visit imgh.org to learn more about us and how to support our work. Mm -hmm.